Got it. I think we are we are ready. We're ready. Are you ready for Fee's fucking birthday? Fee's fucking birthday. Come on, sing it with me. Fee's fucking birthday. Fucking, 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 fucking birthday. Unpreferred podcast. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. We are here in our new, fine, and shiny location. Hello, and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. And at the end, we sing a song. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Recording live from Camp Fifi in an undisclosed location in Southern California somewhere because it's about 20 feet from my bedroom. (laughs) In front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, pervert. Woo! <laughs> she said hi. Wow. <laughs> I'm Fee. I'm Kathy. I'm Abyss. And I am Boogie. And here we are. Look at this. Camp Fee Fee. Is this amazing? Is this an amazing, amazing time? I like it a lot. Mm. It's very nice in here. It's roomy. It's very, very roomy. Okay, so to the Perverted Podcast listeners, um, we have moved. We were at Threshold. Threshold was kind enough to let us uh, record our show in their facility for as long as we needed to. And uh, just the logistics of setting up and tearing down an entire show every time with all the microphones, compressors, blah, 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 blah. It just became just a lot of work that we would rather uh, be in in one place that we can just leave everything up. And so now Fee has lobingly... <laughs> Ten years. Ten years. Ten years that my car lived in the driveway. I finally got it into the garage two months ago. And two Boogie ago. comes along. Hey, hey, you know what? Any fucking schmuck in this neighborhood, which, by the way, your neighbors have no idea that we are here doing this. This is what makes it wonderful. <laughs> Anyone is not going to have a podcast here. What, in this specific neighborhood? In this specific neighborhood. <laughs> right. Just think of that. They all have their fucking cars in the garage, <laughs> but none of them have their own podcast your podcast all your podcast podcast. and at at some point we'll get an intern to wash your car (gasps) oh with their breasts or genitals laundry's i know people you know people i know people i have so much laundry That'd be great. How, how did we go from... I don't know. We go from the excitement of moving, and now they're talking about, focus, people. We're in a new environment. You can see everyone, like you guys all have looks on your face, like you're like, uh, uh, where's the dungeon equipment? Uh, We're a little nervous. Uh, <laughs> There's no St. Andrew's Cross. I don't know what to do with myself. This is a little more hardcore, man. This is, it's like our garage band. This is, we are in a garage band. That's we are Oh, now. my God. That's true. That we are true. actually we are... in a garage band. Okay. What? Yeah! <laughs> Okay, well then, fuck it. Let's just get into a show. Oh, it's the second week. Yes. It's the second oh. week. Oh, no. One, two, three, oh. four. Bad stuff. life stuff. Bad life stuff. Bad life stuff we talk about. Badlife.com is the world's greatest social media site for kinky people, and every week we talk a bit about the stuff that life people are talking about. For your peace of mind, please know that every group or blog we post to t- we talk about specifically has granted us permission to do so, motherfuckers. <laughs> thank you, motherfuckers. Thank uh, you, fine motherfuckers. Thank you, fine motherfuckers. Okay, interesting topic up first. About predator types. That's scary. Is that shark? Is that is that like shark? That's Jaws. That's Jaws. Predators. It's so it was. This was actually sent to me by request for us to talk about. But both of these were, and they're really great. Uh, predators and hunters. You go looking for your mate match prey, right? But then when you know you've won them, and they finally give up the fight, do you then find you're ready to move on to the next challenge? Or are you happy to keep your catch? Hmm. What is the end game for the predator? Why, why is everyone looking at me? Uh, you're a predator. I, I, I do have, uh, you know, I have comments, but uh, 
Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys go ahead and take that one first? Well, I mean, I, I was looking into it, and it depends on what, I guess, primal predator you are. Because, I mean, it depends what you're looking for. Um, from what I understand from those who do primal play and such, it's it's very much... If you're hunting for something, you're not going to normally hunt for a mate. You're hunting mm-hmm. for a meal. You're hunting for prey. You're hunting for something like that. So, I mean, I, I know my cat. Like, she used to catch a mouse, release it, and then catch it again. So, <laughs> Is your cat single? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, I mean, it, it really depends what the, the predator is looking for. Are they looking for something to snuggle with, or are they looking for something to eat? Hmm. Or both. That's or both. bizarre because are we talking about primal play or, or the predator the, the, mental? Because that's two different predator, things. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think. Uh, Pick one. Well, well, I have no experience with predators coming after me and I am not myself a predator. So I'm a little lost on this one. I, I read everything. I read all the comments everybody wrote and it was like another language to me. Because hmm. And then we do the the group is a newish group but it's a kind of a cool one it's called primal all types and they discuss Mm -hmm. a lot of topics about primal so it is kind of about the whole primal aspect but then yeah i was thinking about the the primal prey that's one of the new fet life groups like the the identifiers you can use now primal play no primal Primal prey prey and primal predator yeah it's a little tongue twisting uh i'm old now so you know i can stumble over words oh <laughs> do you have your depends on have you tinkled in your chair yet not, not yet a little that's chair a, that's tinkle a, that's a different play early. it's early uh but but yeah if you are of the prey type you like to be chased and caught then yeah if you want to get caught by the same person over and over again you got to find the one who's yeah. kind of wants to, to do that as long as everybody knows that that's the game we're playing. Are we, are we actually talking about people who they go after someone and that they get caught up in the excitement of it and then they, they then drop they them like interest. a cold fish and then they're gone and the other person is left standing there going, what the fuck? Wasn't well, that the general term of predator? If we're talking about a predator, it doesn't matter whether it's play, relationship. No, it does you know, because, because that's always been like the guy that hunts the girl and then when he gets her, he doesn't want her anymore. But if it's primal play, then both parties are aware of what's going yeah. on. Right. right. And I think... From what I understood from the the post, it was very much more the primal thing. The yeah. they are channeling their inner animal, the beast, the hunt, the bloodlust. The they're going to tear the prey's throat out. But when this they is get just in. Gen- I didn't read this blog, obviously. I'm sorry, I'm building <laughs> a fucking studio in a garage. Oh, last week, oh, at wow, the wow, hospital. Wow. Now he's building a studio. There's I always going to be an excuse. Yeah, there for will me. be. Please suck a bag of dicks. Find um, me one. Huh? Find me one. A bag, a giant dicks. bag. The best Louis C.K. bit ever. Um, so I didn't read the why whole you, whether it's... Why were you put, grabbing your nipple? I'm grabbing my nipple because that's Practice. my that's my whoopee. That's, that's, that's my nipple whoopee right now. When I got three bitches up in my fucking shit, I just grab my, my nipple whoopee and... I, and I've heard you say you what what do you he has you have predator nights you have nights that you like that that I go yeah. specifically to find new people to find out what they're about get in their head uh, see whether or not there's play or not even if it's not play the first, I mean the stalking the predator part can go on for a very long time it, it, you know I've had people that I stalked for months and months and months and months so those people when you you catch them you play you have a good time then. It depends on what you want. If it's just about play, then you can re, you can keep that that role play going because now we're going to do this type of play. And a lot of people do that. They keep that predator prey thing going, and they go, okay, tonight it's principal teacher, or tonight it's cop interrogation, or it's you know. And so you just change the role play to kind of freshen up a different aspect of that kind of predator play thing. But if it's if it's like just the type of person that just likes those one off honeymoon experiences which i fucking love um and that's all i wanted before i was able to handle any level of a relationship is i just wanted to get to know you have that experience maybe have that experience once or twice a month but after that you took some of the energy out of the out of the hunt that does that now you're a meal that leaves the other person though kind of hanging. That's kind of cruel. No, that absolutely does, and that's why you have to be honest <laughs> and upfront on your web page that says, "By the way, I'm a stepping stone in a vacation rental," which is said on my profile. You know, you're for... one of the only people I know who's that honest and upfront from the beginning. I, I've never actually run across something like that in a 
I mean, I don't troll that often through FetLife, but curve. there's not a lot of them. Yeah. See? I, I, I How many people to do that and just come right out and say, you don't expect that much Because from me. then it, it's no like Cheating isn't about, like, we're, now we're going into cheating, no. which happens in relationships. But cheating and predator is not about relationship. It's about the game. It's not even necessarily about the sex. It's just about winning, hunting, taking down, owning. And then once it's dead, you're not interested in it anymore. But the game up to that point looks exactly like the game if someone is just coming after me for a relationship. So I don't know until the moment you walk away that, oh, fuck. This they was, were lying. Yeah. Although, and that's... And I, and I will say from what your predator style is versus like the primal predator... It's it's very much, for, at least for the primal that I've experienced, it's literally the chasing down, knock them down, throw them into a wall. Like it's mm. it's much more visceral. Fun. So like 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 Fun. play rape. Yeah, I've of. seen you grab a woman's head and from the back of the yeah, head. Yeah, and that's I'm still trying to figure out whether we're talking about doing this for realsies or just for play because play no, is it, completely I, different than being a hunter. Un, it's under the it's under the umbrella of consensual and. Oh, okay. Play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then it's, it's not, multifaceted. Yeah. That, I mean, like me. most yeah. things, the answer is always going to be it depends, but, but know, in general, the discussion's I, interesting anyway. But in general, I don't like uh, dead food, no matter whether I'm in a relationship with you or not. When it gets to the point to where we are not recreating our energy together, whether that's in conversation, whether that's in sex, whether that's in how we do, I get, I get bored. Because there's nothing to fix. There's nothing to learn. There's nothing about you that I can learn more. And then it just gets boring and, and I want to go away. Okay. Well. Uh, I'm a dick. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. I wasn't yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, it. Sorry. <laughs> but he's honest. Uh, but he's honest. Please just be honest, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then you get rejected for being honest. No. That's why they lie. By the way, princesses. No. No. Yeah, if so you, then, so you then want, if you can have your fun, you want to have your fun. So the only way to do it is not to tell the other person. And then, well, the bottom your- line is you are going to be rejected. That's why guys fucking lie and cheat. Is because when you come up, I have done it a fucking hundred times in the last thirty years, where I'm like, hey, you know what? I'm really not interested in a relationship. I'm interested in you know the play aspect and whatever. And we can see each other once. And blah 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 blah. And they look at me and they go, wow, wow. Thank you so much for your honesty. It's not what I'm looking for. But but that is I will you be my friend and then they tell me about the guy that they fucked on the hood of their car and I go oh did you gave him pussy right yeah I gave him pussy and then a week later he's fucking all my friends it it you build the lie where, where is this I don't know Jesus but Christ. I feel like I feel like I could have said all of that myself what? but from that's the another other topic from a for a different day but yeah. honesty yeah you get rejected and then yeah so that's but, why people lie but then when they works. don't reject you. It's a great relationship that doesn't have a lot of drama because there's two people being honest. That's called higher standards. Yeah. I'm very confused and Yay, very depressed, I have to say. <laughs> Raise your standards, be honest. Now, now, now we're, we're going to do the next one. We're going <laughs> to do the next one. Please, let's do the next one. Okay, we're in a garage. What do you want? <laughs> it's a good All right, topic, so the next though. topic, also by request, uh, they asked for us to talk about sub-frenzy. Um, so I, I looked it up because actually when she sent this to me, I, I hadn't really heard the term, though I have felt the experience. Uh, sub-frenzy, a phenomenon that affects many new submissives, the first rush of overwhelming, consuming desire to experience every kind of kink as soon as possible, often to the point of neglecting all other concerns. Go abyss. I will also say <laughs> it can also be top frenzy if that's the case, too. Mm-hmm. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's just it's scene frenzy, really. Yeah, it's it's addicted addiction to kink kind of it's it's are we talking about frenzy or excitement well so there's actually uh this thing this blog that i found it says there's a is there really a difference between sub frenzy and simple enthusiasm and the difference being that being enthusiastic intensely interested is fine it's when you let that enthusiasm cloud your judgment that sub frenzy becomes dangerous in extreme cases it you may be risking your health and safety and your job and your family absolutely so i think that's the difference which sounds a lot to me like addiction it's when you're starting to let go of your responsibilities because you need this too much and you're making poor choices and you're not thinking straight and binging on kink binging i like that because that's what it sounds like to me yeah and and that's i guess normal for any behavior that if it depends on what you have what you bring to the table if you bring baggage to the table whether any lifestyle whether it's spiritual kink whatever if you bring baggage that you haven't resolved 
there's a really good chance that you're just looking for that distraction and you want to fill your void and you're not wanting to work on yourself. So, <laughs> but there's an fill element. Oh my God. Really? Really? <laughs> I love her for so many reasons, but there's an element of risk to kink that sure. it's not like spirituality where the worst thing that can happen to you is what you, is you get sucked into a cult and lose your house oh, and family. And yeah. Actually I think cults and religion are a little more dangerous than kink. Thank you very much. Well, a lot of people kill people over that maimed. Yeah. Less, yeah. slightly less maimed possibly yeah. well yeah. when you're in kink you have to make really smart choices yeah. and if all you're thinking is i can trust everybody in this room you're going to get in a lot of trouble yeah, absolutely well i mean that could also be stamp collecting but <laughs> <laughs> think of the you paper. never know what's on that man. stamp they used to put lsd on dopey so i mean uh the sub frenzy was it was talking about wasn't it like being a uh, basically an easy target? Right. So the the question that the the link was sent to me for a group post um, where it says, "Do you think D types, dominant types, are readily aware of this phenomenon? And do the predator again with the predators? But do they go for the newbie subs who are in the frenzy Which on is, purpose? Yeah, we just sure. talked about this. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they relate a little bit, yeah. but I wanted Depends. to." bring up the because because you're if you're in this mode and you don't recognize that that's the mode you're in you're putting yourself at risk so I, the first thing i saw like in my head when you said that was i'm envisioning these like little subs like running around like oh no oh no no with, like hands flailing and all of a sudden like this big predator like <laughs> hawk like coming down i'm like swooping down and just taking him out <laughs> mouse sub oh my god which kind of shows the douchiness of predators because Predators, even lions and great white sharks, they will run for certain things. And so you are the weak. Uh, a shitty predator is the one that preys on the weak. No, and that's, that, that's a successful that's actually, predator. That's what predators do. Yeah. yeah, I know. But I'm saying we're talking about, you know, humans, you know, being predators. Why am I getting such stinky looks? Fuck Because you're here. the predator in here. <laughs> in this, there's only one predator in this like, garage. There's no challenge if it's a mouse, dude. Studio. If you're going to, you Studio. know. If you're going to get... What? <laughs> Not a garage. It's a studio. It's a studio. Damn it. It's a studio. We have. It says perverted podcast. I Abyss wrote it on a pretty sign with a flower. God I don't know what it. I was thinking. Maybe it was the bicycle over there but in no, the corner. It's, it's more fun when... If it's a mouse, if it's... And this goes back to some of the things that, that I've had discussions with you guys before. Um, it's not... No... Okay, at least me. I'm not attracted to a doormat that's easy prey. That's just bullshit to me. Because anyone can fucking get you because you're just sitting there with a target on your chest saying, use me, abuse me, I'm fragile, this is, you know, I'm an easy, easy, easy target. There is no excitement in that because there's, anyone can get it. I like the person that has their own thoughts, their own job, agenda, mission in life, whatever, and they, if I can align myself and, I, I hate using the word pray, but if I can pray on that and get that person involved in my life. Cause that's my job as a predator is to get you involved in my life. However, so whether you call that bad or good, I want you involved in my life somehow. So I would much, I fucking doormats are a dime a fucking dozen go to therapy. You're worthless to me. Well, I think, wow. yeah. Um, Ouch. I think it's also, um, at least as far as the frenzy, I've noticed less of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's probably because, um, we have more mentors in the community, more friends in the community that if you see someone who's going into a frenzy, I had to do this with a friend of mine to be like, hey, you, you need to stop. You need to get your shit together. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't just do the kink stuff. You have kids. You have to do this other stuff. You have to make sure your apartment is clean and you're going to work and you're not, you know, playing with 60 million doms. I had to help basically rein her in. So it's like, no, you need to actually make sure you're first and foremost is your real life. Mm-hmm. And as long as people have friends who are willing to stand up and be like, whoa, 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 buddy. I feel that it, it's more, at least in my opinion. Um, There's a better chance yeah. that you're going to actually do well. And once again, you're dealing with adults. This is an adult lifestyle. The things that we do are by adults, consenting supposedly adults. And there is a point where even when you support somebody, if they're in sub frenzy and they're just going to do reckless shit, that's where I have to decide. And I did it to someone that I was seeing, uh, you know, within the last year or two. Um, and they had very destructive behaviors. And you, we laid out, Abyss and I laid out the law. This is, you know, whatever. And they just went 
well, okay, thank you very much, and went and did horribly destructive things themselves, and you have to just kind of say, off you go, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be here when they call the cops. So I was curious, what are once you recognize that you're in this sub frenzy mode, what are some of the things that you can do to counterbalance it, get yourself back to center? And I'm I'm glad to see that even though I didn't know that's what I was going through when I was going through it, I actually did a lot of these things um, to get myself back out of it. Uh, things like gathering knowledge and learning more. So. Definitely being on FetLife and reading a lot of writings and attending events at Threshold and getting to know my, you know, my community members that helped a lot with the knowledge. Build your support system. Here they are sitting around me right now. Uh, Play with friends. That was the big one for me. Uh, There came a time I had a bad scene. I had a spanking with someone I'd never met before. It was too hard, too fast. He didn't know about warm up. He did no aftercare. It was awful. After that, I decided I don't play with someone unless they're my friend first. And now the only people I play with are people I consider good friends. And that was one of the the best ways to get myself off the high. I agree. And have some fucking patience. The kinky people, we tell people this all the time at Threshold. The kinky people will be here tomorrow. You can wait another day to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. There will be kinky people for the rest of your life. Give yourself a little bit of time. Enjoy your experiences, but... It's your life. You got to take care of yourself. All right. I think it was nice. I think it was like, let's go into another wonderful top. What? What? Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> fucking tech shit. God damn it. Holly is great. Holly is hard. Holly is sexy. Fucking hard. I need some Holly sanity. Polyamory can be amazing, but without hard work, it can plunge headfirst into a trash compactor of sizzling sodomous death. Now here to help you navigate, communicate, and negotiate your way through your wild poly adventure is Boogie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's was... no, wait, where's my cheer? There, Boogie! Where's, there's my, my... Bo- bo- that was so that's, underwhelming. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my, my god, that goodness. is that is uh, really annoying. Yeah, we're working out some tech here. Um, all right, so I was really excited about this uh, polysanity because it's something I think most of us uh, at the table have some experience with, and that is uh, we just call it sacred days. And uh, pretty much in any relationship, you know, most people have a pretty good idea of you know what they need or want in regards to you know your significant other's time. Sometimes it's more than others. You got stuff going on in your life, work, school, family, emotional situations. And in a monogamous relationship, you just have the, the one person, you know, that you're dealing with. Whether you live together or, or you're apart, you pretty much talk on the phone on your regular basis. And you're like, hey, what do you want to do this week? When you have multiple significant others at varying levels of intensity of that relationship, well, everyone wants some time. And so uh, that can get really confusing. People can feel left out. People can feel like they're being ignored or there's some sort of drama. It can cause spinning and, you know, crashes in that communication. So one of the tools that we do uh, in in our relationship, uh, and I know Kathy does it in her relationship, is it's basically like this is your sacred day. We logistically plan that we get the day. Like, this is your day. Like, Abyss's day is Tuesday, and Mark's day is Thursday. And that day is, that is that person's day to be with their significant other that nobody else gets to infringe on unless it's negotiated or some sort of emergency. So, I know, Kathy, you do that. Oh, yeah. And yours, how does that work for you? Uh, it. I can't see any other way around it when you're dealing with more than two people in a relationship. It's absolutely necessary. And for me, it works great. But because I, I have the luxury of dealing with two highly sensible, reasonable, and rational people. They're totally who, listening to this podcast, aren't they? <laughs> what? Totally sucking up for Dick, aren't you? I what you're talking about. God, Fee. I'm insulted, really. <laughs> She's not really that insulted. She's not not really, insulted. no. Not at all, actually. Uh, and so we... have got down a schedule that works for us there's really not a lot of drama i we've talked we've talked about this in the past how it's in other podcasts where it's your shit that you're dealing with and unless you are uh 
very mature, stable person and know how to deal with your own shit, all that stuff is going to come to the surface in a poly relationship. So I think that anytime anything comes up, I can only speak for myself, but I'm assuming that they're the same, uh, is that I first ask myself, what's going on with me? Am I actually being ignored or do I feel ignored? Because there's a a huge difference between the two. And if I feel that I'm being ignored... That's, for, that's my shit to deal with. It's not anybody's shit to deal with but my own. And if it's not or slightly belonging, maybe responsibility to someone else, I'll talk to that person. But uh, I, I have found that the whole uh, scheduling and sacred days works a lot better when I first ask myself, is this really something that's going on or is this just me? Is this my shit? I love it. I love it. Abyss. I, Just, I have so, so. <laughs> that look. <laughs> She's like, no. She's all, no. Fuck no, your sacred I, day. <laughs> I have some experience with this. Uh, it wasn't a good experience, but mostly that was because not everybody in the relationship agreed with the the importance of the sacred day. I hit the table. (laughs) With authority. (laughs) Uh, We had, we had time set aside, you know, this was my weekend. That was her weekend. We, we did it by weekends, not days. Um, But she would somehow always find a way to have a crisis or an issue or something whenever it was my weekend. So if she wasn't respecting the importance of those days, it was, it was going to cause a problem. So in order for this to work, all parties need to have a big kumbaya and say, yes, this is important to all of us. I'm going to respect your day. You're going to respect my day. You know, and if it's one person who's got multiple relationships, he's going to need his own day too. Like this is what? everybody needs it. <laughs> Everybody needs that hadn't day. been put into the equation, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> Until now. Well, that's what was happening well, with my ex. I get a day? <laughs> we were fighting over him like a tug of war so much that he wasn't getting his own time and he started having a meltdown. So that's it's important to remember. I just went to the hospital. I just got <laughs> that's some your I, vacation. I just, I just got some IV. You know, I, was, I was good. Anyway, that's, that's, my, that's my piece. I think uh, uh, something that I think is also important to point out is it's okay to be selfish with your sacred day. I mean, obviously barring emergencies or someone's having like in, in our days, if somebody is on the other end, even though they may not be, it's not like a, we have a triad where we're all in the same exact relationship, but even if someone's having some sort of emergency or spin, then we kind of give a little bit of leeway. Like if someone needs a phone call or, or like a, Hey, check in cause someone's spinning or having their own bad day, then we allowed that into the sacred day. But once again, like you were talking about somebody actually planned, you know, to sabotage your sacred day. Every time. And and I will definitely say, I think I I can probably speak for myself and and Mark at this point too, is like, we definitely try to avoid Mm -hmm. it short of like the good night text or the good night phone call or the whatever. We try and be very respectful of each other's time and, and, and space because that's, it's a finite amount that you have and you don't want to step on someone's toes. I think that's, uh, I think that's good. And it's okay to be selfish with that day. Um, cause I've, I've noticed at times where other things come up and it's like, Hey, you know, Oh, we can do this or do that. And it kind of includes other people. And then if the person doesn't speak up and say, Hey, you know what? This is my day. I'd really, I'd really like that to just be our day then what can happen is is you don't say anything and then feelings start to stir and there's passive aggressive and and you deal with that. So I think it's okay to just say, hey, you know what? This is this is our day. Let's let's do our day and unless there's an emergency, then let's let's make that sacred. That's why you call and, it sacred. And there is flexibility, like if someone's birthday or something like that falls on the day that right. is normally your day, it comes down to don't be a dick. Yeah. Yeah. You, and, you know, it's especially when you're dealing with multiple people, you're sitting down to have this conversation, talk about holidays, talk about all the important days, talk about, you know, Mother's Day, Father's Day, all the holidays, get it out in the beginning so it's not catching you later and you've got people who each had separate expectations about what was going to happen and they conflict. And yes. Yes. And if you have, and this is something that would be a whole nother topic, but I'll just throw this at the end. Um, relationships evolve and feelings change, connections change, intimacy changes. And maybe you started out and you were like, Hey, I'm really fine with just one day a month and that's fine. And then as the intimacy of the relationship builds, it gets more and more intense. Your need for time is different. 
well, that's a time to come back to the table. That's a time to come back to the table and talk about, hey, feelings have changed, levels have changed. We need to now renegotiate this because it's not working for everyone. And once again, it comes back to you got to talk about it. All good? Everyone good? Have we cured polyamory? I think we cured it. Have we yeah, cured? I, I, I cured it by did, not doing it anymore. Did you? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I guess then uh, we'll just go to the special part of the show. The special. Fear's magic. Sometimes tragic. She's dreaming about dick all day. And now she's got some shit to say. It's Fee's time, but it's a different time today where usually Fee talks about whatever is on her kinky mind and so forth. Today happens to be <gasps> Fee's, Fee's birthday! birthday! So Fee has made a request and said, okay, why don't you guys turn this sheet? I'm going to be a greedy bottom. She's going to be a greedy bottom? Get to be. It's my sacred name, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> This is Fees, and look, we even have the mic. We have the special microphone for the play area of death. Okay, so I guess it's Fees' birthday. So what do we got to do? We got to beat the shit out of Fee for a while. So uh, we now have another microphone in the other side of the room that we get to use. So get over there. Go, come on, moving. It's beating time. Taskmaster, show's going. All right, so we kind of created this other way. Ask the other way. Okay. Other way. See, now we have it. Yeah, fuck off. Now we have an actual um, play bench in the garage uh, on your knees. Get up on your knees. Complete with bike. And there you go. Complete with a, a, a nice cruiser bike that, that we can shove the handlebar up our ass or something. She's wearing the hottest, hottest little black spandex dress. <laughs> Abyss just put a bike helmet on Fee. I am this is magical. So now Fee is on her hands and knees on our little uh, spanking bench pad thing. And she will be receiving. So we have a way that we're going to do this. So it's actually interested for our perverted podcast listeners. And that is, first off, Fee, you need to close your eyes. And if you open your eyes again, the play will stop. <gasps> That's cruel. And you will disappoint us. Oh. So if I don't open my eyes? If you don't, the, the play just continues on. So I know that you have thoughts, Fee, because we know you very well. And we want to make sure that your needs are being met for your birthday. So um, can you guys... <laughs> we're just doing photo ops right now with thumbs up and fucking... Kathy just stuck her thumb in Fee's ass. <laughs> that was incredible. So... I know, and now Abyss is playing with Fee's breasts. This is, you know... Get on with it. I want to spank her ass. All right. Well, so here's what we're... I'm going to just read things that Fee wants. Fee, you're going to pick number one through five, and then that's the thing we're going to do. So I'm going to channel you, and I'm going to read your desires. Wow. Number one through five. Pick a torch. Pick the number. I didn't know he could do that. Pick the number. I pick the number without knowing... Yep. One through five, goddammit, five. Three. Number three. Oh, my goodness. Could you please pick up that big lump thing? Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, I am now going to channel Fee, and Fee is... Abyss will do this. Fee, pound me in my happy birthday love gash. <laughs> okay, first hold that thing. Yeah, just go ahead and start whacking her with it, and I'm going to tell everyone at home what that is. Oh, that sounds great. That is like a five-pound giant rope monkey's fist knot that Abyss is now ramming into Fee's ass. This is basically called cunt punching. I was going to say, that may be... That may Talk be... to the microphone, Kathy! Boogie. <laughs> that made me look like it's going into her ass, but that's going into her pussy. Uh. Well, then that's why. Well, she said, "Pound me in my happy birthday love gash." Get her harder. Get her gash. Gash is pussy, honey. <laughs> ash. Get your ash. All right, oh, feet. Frustrated down there. Higher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> I guess oh. I take requests now. <laughs> this, is, this is good. Why do you guys keep turning to me to talk? Please talk to the microphone. They're new on the microphone. Thank you. Uh. Also, I'm staring the bike so way. stare at the bike and talk in the mic there it's a fucking I'm bike. talking to the bike now there you very very good fee one through five pick a number four number four. Ah, oh, okay hang on I'm gonna be fee now um I think uh, Abyss is gonna take this one 
Okay. Oh. The birthday brat gets her face slapped. Lean her back. Push her back. There you go. That's fine. Right there. Just get her right in the face. Abyss is lining up. Lining up Fee's face. Mm. Oh, oh that was petty. fucking nice. That's a petty. That sounds great. Mm. Happy birthday, face back. Mm. <laughs> we can do another good one. Hey, where are you going? Melt tea. <laughs> okay. I know. Don't bruise. <laughs> you going to even up the other side? I, you're like side doming. Hey, I'm j- from the side. What are you talking about? I'm jacking off over here. Fucking. <laughs> Cleaning's going to be interesting. Fee, yeah. one through five. <laughs> Read number. Oh, oh, is now. Oh, we're losing it. Okay. What? Number one. Fee says, fuck cake. I want swats for my birthday. Get her done. Swats Get her done. It Look is. The- Ooh, nice ass. It's okay. Her head is actually in my crotch right now. That is perfect. Ah. Oh. Mm. Oh, the jiggliness of it all. Mm. In a good way. The absolute <laughs> greatest way. She's got the Happy greatest fucking ass. To feed. Oh, Happy horse slut birthday. Oh. Happy horse birthday. Get her a good one, Kathy. Happy birthday <laughs> to Fee. Fee, you have one more. What? You have one more. I had five. Yes, you do. Yeah. You have one more thing to... Oh, two more. Sorry. Thank you. Well, okay, Lady. fine. So you get uh, five or two. Two? Wait. Okay, now... I'm, both? Wait, let me do my Fee impersonation. Okay, let me do my Fee impersonation. <laughs> Please zap my delicious 37-year-old pussy. <laughs> And Abyss now has her violet wand out, which is an electronic device that sends a little charge and a shock right through the skin. (laughs) It's orange. It glows orange. It's your favorite color. (laughs) Hey, spread them. All right, ready? (laughs) (laughs) Smells like pussy in here. Who says electricity? Now, mind you at home, do not stick your genitalia onto a light socket. It is a much different. This is a low ampage tool that's used. You can look up a violet wand. Let her go! Alright, then so, come! <laughs> If she's going to come, let her come. I think she just came. I think that's an orgasm. (laughs) Yeah, that's sensitive. Very good. And number five, Fee would be saying for her birthday, pinch my birthday nipples till I come for the world. Kathy, get them. Get them up. Get her up. Get the fuck up, Fee. Boy, she looks just. The smile on her face is. Only smiling. Pull up her shirt. Oh, look, and no bra! Like she was ready for it. Kathy is now massaging Fee's breast. She is tuning in Radio Mexico. Abyss is joining in with some face slapping. Mark and I are masturbating. Stop it, keep me laughing. Hey, focus. Birthdays are wonderful. Oh, no. Yes. I think that was a birthday come. That was. Gentlemen. B is. That was your perverted podcast, birthday placing. Y'all do the rest of the show without me. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> me is out for me the Me is going to get your ass up and get back to your fucking chair. we got to finish the show. But my eyes are still closed. 
Okay, you can open your eyes now. <laughs> Damn it. Thank you. Thought she found a loophole. So did you guys enjoy uh, enjoy tormenting Fee? Hmm, let's see. Pinching the nipples and slapping the ass of a beautiful woman. I'm going to say yes. I tell they got to electrocute her butt. <laughs> and her pussy. Sophie, put Woo. on your headphones. I'm working on it. Okay. She, she's got the wind blowing. Get your, <laughs> she, she looks... She's all, I've never done a show spacey before. You know, the next time I do this, I'm not I'm not going to put one of my segments directly after me. <laughs> <laughs> She's just getting to the mic. Do you want to pass it off? No, what? what are we doing? I just got to read the email. It's are we good. doing perverted mailbox yes, now? We well, are. first off, happy birthday, Fee. Thank happy you, guys. Birthday. Thank you We're very, very, very glad that, was, uh, that, that you That was three on Fee. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that was amazing. Um, well, I guess uh, I don't know. I'm erect. Okay, me. Perfect. We have a message. We guys. We helped somebody. Yay! Oh. Yay. You mean we so actually we helped? Actually... People actually listen? <laughs> people. That's, I think, the big shocker. So, back in, way back when, in episode one, hmm. six oh, weeks so ago. So long ago. So long ago. Mm. Uh, we gave somebody some advice. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you haven't heard that show, just go back and listen to it. Um, what show was it? Episode one. Oh, wow. And then listen to two, three, four, and five. That way you just... Catch have back a whole idea. Yeah. yeah, but in episode one, we had a person who who wanted to know. I'm hearing myself twice. Turn oh, on. oh, sorry. Thank you. There. Okay, no, nope, it's still it's still twicey. <laughs> oh, okay, hang on. Oh, that was that. Uh, sorry. Thank go. you. That was. I thought that was part of the subspace. No, and no, then no. I realized no. that's not it. <laughs> that's just retarded boogie. Not okay. hitting the right mic. Uh, so he he. I, what did we okay, tell him? So basically, what had happened was this gentleman <laughs> had. Uh, Asked for advice because a younger, a much younger lady was uh, flirting with him aggressively and he didn't know how to handle it. Because he didn't want to be known as that dude. Unlike me. I love being that dude. So he finally listened to the podcast and heard the advice. Of our lovely abyss. Which was. was, uh, So we received an email and here's what he said. Well, I just last week managed to catch podcast number one and would love to know who suggested grow a pair. That would have been me. That's <laughs> Abyss. That's Abyss's t-shirt now. Grow a pair. He goes on to say yesterday was one of those once in a while days when he ran into said young lady and she started in her usual overtly flirtatious manner. Uh, after about 10 minutes or so, he called her bluff. She admitted that she was thinking that he was never going to actually call her out on it and had kind of assumed he wouldn't, but then was sort of hoping he would. And she ran off. And about half an hour later, she came back around and he told her to meet her, meet him at her, at his place. Damn, he did grow a pair. He grew, he grew a pair. Fucking good job. I gave her directions, headed to my place, half expecting that she wouldn't show up. Half an hour later, she pulled up, having stopped at the pharmacy to pick up some supplies. Like rubbing alcohol into pens? In case I didn't have them on hand. You suck. Hey, I'm she, old too. Fuck off. She commented that if my place had been slovenly, she'd planned to make an excuse to leave. And she was very curious about the pair of floggers that hung on the back of the closet door in the bedroom. I think she'll be asking to come back fairly often. So we helped somebody. So we thank actually, you for the great advice. We actually... Thank you. Thank you. It strikes again. Perverted podcast. We we matter. Which, we we funny, matter to the, the funny socially part awkward. Abyss pointed out earlier that when I told her somebody was really happy that she gave the advice girl a pair, she was like, wait, which time? <laughs> that's so true. That is... Well, that's... I mean, that's... You know, and, and it sounds really stupid, but the, the reality is, is it's nice that we sit here and we bullshit. We're not the rapists. We say that all the time. We're not therapists. We're just people that are kinky. We have a lot of years of experience between all of us. I'm sure there's probably like 300,000 years of experience. <laughs> and we just share what we do uh, and the not things. Not all of us are as old as you. Oh, I'm catching up. You're catching up. 
I didn't know you could catch up. Like, I just no, stopped no. aging. I love what? that idea. Yesterday I was 36. Now I'm 37. I totally caught up. I'm just really excited, honestly, that our show did something. I know. We totally did. We, totally <laughs> we were productive. We helped a guy get laid. We helped a guy get laid. We <laughs> a are noble the, cause. We are the kings of the socially awkward. Just, the I, kings I can, and queens. I can tell I'm still in subspace because I just had a moment when I was like, oh, shit, my eyes are open. Oh, wait. No, he said it was okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, back my. away from my... <laughs> oh, my God. So... Well, I guess we're, uh, thank you, that's it. If you have uh, any uh, questions, comments, or so forth. Do we have an end thing that someone's supposed to read? Or no, I just perverted podcast no at gmail.com. We've been getting a lot. You guys are real. Okay, I'm going to say that. Address the audience? I'm going to address the audience, okay. yes. Okay. Um, this last, like the first show, obviously nobody knew about the show, but now we have people listening. We do have people asking questions. It's been very exciting. Most of these topics are coming in. We're not just bullshitting and making up like we did in rehearsal. You guys are actually listening to the show. You're <laughs> participating. You're initiating questions. You're asking questions. And it's, it's fucking awesome. It really feels like we now have a show even after six times. It and she's just does. giggling ridiculously. Well, you were talking there. about the <laughs> rehearsal, and I'm like, <laughs> fucking hand washing. And then I remembered the spooge on toys one. <laughs> spooge. I remember It was that. so long ago. Uh, what, what was that, like? Seven weeks 19, ago. 19 something. 12. <laughs> 1912 when yeah. we first started. But anyway, you guys are doing great, and the more you give us, obviously we're still getting better and we're fixing stuff. We now have a permanent place to record. Yay! It's really, really exciting. Uh, and I think the show's getting. I think the show's getting better, and we're in a position to where we can get even better. So where we thank can you. drive it home. Thank you, perverted podcast listeners. Let's uh, let's move on to our next. Now that I have to hit seventy buttons. If you're gonna play in public, yes, there is a way. Dungeon etiquette will be expected from you. Perverted podcast will teach you how not to be a dude. Have you ever seen someone do something at your local dungeon or private BDSM party that just pisses you off? Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time where we talk about how not to be that guy or that girl. So our discussion today. Take uh, a piss. <laughs> in order to be a useful member of the kink community, one must be able to read social cues, body language, or you'll just end up not getting any play. Or you're going to become the social pariah that lingers at the edge of conversations lurking until you have made the group so uncomfortable they leave the area. So this is how to tell if someone's uncomfortable with you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone? You would think. Please take note. Clawing the wall like a cat in a fucking dryer. So basically, we're going to start off with a general lack of eye contact. If someone isn't looking at you and scanning the dungeon... They're generally looking for their escape route. <laughs> <laughs> I so do that. Uh, short answers and non-committal. If you say, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm really talking about blah blah blah," and the person's response is, "Hmm," <laughs> generally yeah. not connecting. Crossed arms and defensive posture means I don't want to fucking talk to you. Fi- uh, and fidgeting. I it's- thought it meant you were cold and wanted me to hold you. Don't touch me. Because I've never met you before. <laughs> exactly. Do you want me don't, to hold you? Don't touch me. Can I hold your feet? <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. So uh, the, the last one is the, if someone is honestly uncomfortable with you, it's the, they have that look of the animal who's been caged and is about to chew off their own leg to get away. That look generally means... Stop talking. Walk away. You have um, failed. Recently, <laughs> recently there was one of quotes those guys mm. in the dungeon, and I believe Boogie had a run in with that. And Mark. Oh yeah, that was fun. Oh, I missed this. That was <laughs> that was story fun. time. That was fun. So here's the thing, and and once again, people have the right to say and ask whatever they want, um, and so. You know, it's how you deal with it. There is a certain level of responsibility when you're going to be in public um, that uh, that you understand people are going to be awkward. People don't. Common sense is not absolute sense. So you try to be, especially at community parties that we have at Threshold, where a lot of new people are in, people from different communities. Can you explain what community parties are? A community party, like Threshold parties, we have members parties, which means you are a member of Threshold. You went through an orientation. You heard all the do's and don'ts, and and you have a good idea of how we in our community interact with each other. The community lets just general people come in. You sign a waiver and show an ID, but you get to come into the party and... 
And maybe you don't have that training. Maybe you come from a heavy certain type of swingers type background where it is more interactive and you just grab people or, what you know, not in general, not talking bad about maybe swingers. They have a lot a, of rules at swingers parties, no, no. too. Well, maybe you read a book and you thought you'd show up to a dungeon. Yeah, you show you up to a dungeon nothing. and obviously everybody is yours. You know, mm-hmm. everyone. But, oh, this is what it is. It's a sex party and I just go grab people. So I try to keep that in. But every now and again, I just get fucking pissed and want to punch someone in their fucking throat. And so uh, Mark and I uh, are having some aftercare on the couch. And we're sitting there, and she's in my lap, and it's cuddly. And, and, uh, and some guy walks up, you know, and he has, like, the button shirt, and he's all, like, fucking, you know, like, fever night, whatever. <laughs> and, and so he's all, hey, you know, and he shakes my hand. How you doing? I'm like, oh, how you doing? And then he shakes Mark's hand, and he's like, oh, how are you doing? And then, and then we're like, okay, and we're like in the middle of like, we're cuddling. We are not, it's not, we're just talking normally. We are actually intertwined-ish. And the guy's like, oh, I just have a quick question. He sits like, I'm on one side. He sits on the other side of Mark and looks at her and he's like, hey, so do you want to come play with us right <gasps> now? No. You know, we're in the other room and my girl just, she just wants to, she just wants to touch you and do stuff to you <gasps> and whatever. And, and, and Mark's sitting there like kind of still spacey, like, oh, why, what, 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 what is happening? <laughs> and I just look and I go, say no. <laughs> and he's like, uh, okay, but yeah, we're just going to be in there if you just want to come in. <laughs> oh and, my and he like gets up and fucking fever night, you know, does his disco walk away. <laughs> With his fucking three chest hairs or whatever. And and I was like, wow, really? And I got angry, you know, inside. I got that predator fucking territorial thing. And I did want to punch him in the throat and rip out his throat and then <laughs> yeah. fuck the hole in his throat. But I didn't. But it's those are the types of things that aren't absolutes. People are going to say things like that if that's what they're used to. And it's your job to educate people. But when not, this is our chance so what we're talking about is how not to be that guy. Don't be that guy. Yeah, there's just If you're that clueless that you couldn't see what was going on in front of you, there's just no hope for you. And at that point, you just have to be blunt, don't you? Like you That's, were. Yeah. Well, I mean. That, how clueless can you be? You, well, you can yeah. be pretty clueless because sometimes aftercare just looks like two people cuddling on the couch and you don't know that they just finished playing. Well, but even two people cuddling on a couch, yeah. you don't interrupt. I just don't understand that. Well, I mean, and then I, try I to see- like steal one away. Hey, can I fuck your bitch? <laughs> yeah, no, you know, that, that you part, seem to yeah. be done with her. Let me have a shot at it. But yeah. And maybe there's, and there, there are different parties and groups for every type. And there are parties where it is very interactive sexually and it's known and it says in the rules, this is pretty much a free for all and whatever. But we're not that way. Well, and when you go into a new situation, you have to not assume that it is the way you think it is. That's why you ask people. We have dungeon monitors. You ask, hey, what kind of party is this? You know, is this a free-for-all or does there have to be it's consent? Also, it's not even so much the consent thing and all that. It's, it's, this is talking about social cues. Right. This right yeah. here, the fact that you guys were obviously interacting with one another. The person came in just butted his way in and then tried to basically pick up on your girl. Right. I mean, it's kind of, it, that's, that's just, it's, it's a social faux pas. It is a social I mean, you yeah. would, if you were at the bar, that's a good way to get decked. Yeah. Yeah, that's pro- probably I'm just saying, true. like, if you were in a normal vanilla situation and you walk up in some girl, you know, onto some girl, guy's girl and basically be like, hey, me and my girl, they want to, you know, fuck around. Yeah, didn't even invite me into the fucking room. (laughs) Like, what am I? Fucking, I just chopped liver, you know? Like, wouldn't I want to be in that? I think that's what really pissed uh, Boogie off. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm included. So what... I just want to be included. (laughs) Um, Basically, what we're saying here is the the dungeon etiquette would be wait till the people are done. Maybe approach the person a little bit later. And perhaps also, if there's a DS thing too, you may want to be respectful of that so Mm. i would maybe be a little less forward and be a little more polite to begin with if you're trying to find play at least in our dungeon in the dungeon we do a lot of hey uh, do i need to talk like if you're going to ask someone to play because once again it's it's it it is public you do have the right to ask somebody if they want to play politefully 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 politely and respectfully (laughs) but you you know you, we ask a lot, hey, is there somebody I need to talk to? Can I ask you or do I need to ask your dominant? And that doesn't matter whether it's male or female. There's male and female dominance. 
but you would ask it's just you have those cues to where if you see that people are together you say oh are you together with that person uh do i need to ask someone uh, if you want to play or something like that. Well, that was covered in the, hey, hold on, I got to ask her a question. Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> the, the holding up of the, the Italian sleazy finger. Um, <laughs> was fucking awesome. Uh, but I think what's great about this is, is most of the people who may be a little socially awkward, this is our chance as perverted podcast to help. Because where do they hang out? The internet. They're oh. listening to us right now. Ooh, hey, people, socially awkward guys. Socially awkward okay. guys. You know, they're like, hey, I've, I, you know, I read the story of O and something and I'm, I'm ready right. to, to do it. So please, socially awkward guys, because I was one of you for many, 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 many years. <laughs> I did not come into this scene very smooth at all. I had floggers on my fucking belt when I came in like oh. a douchebag. They were teddy bear floggers, but still. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> but still... This is your chance to learn, Suave boogie. watch somebody's body language, and know that if you're going to strike out, it's okay to strike out. Just move on to someone else, or just wait until you get to know people, and don't go for the oh, fucking... What? Get to know people? Don't go for the home run right away. Maybe you got to be at the dungeon a few weeks and get to know some people, and then maybe you can start pushing for play. Hmm. That's what I did. What a novel fucking idea. Oh my gosh. Is that it? That's it. Is that our dungeon etiquette for the the night? That's a lot, man. Are we already? Oh, my gosh. Oh, what the? What? what? No, it's end of show song time. Yeah. We don't don't do that one. We don't have anything. No, we're just, this is it. We're just going to fucking rock it out. No, I just, you're smashing the guitar all over the place. Hey, Hey, you're getting excited. I'm just excited about this song because I know it's Fee's birthday and we don't want to poke fun at her too hard. But nope, this but is, this is my song. But, but this is her jam. <laughs> this song is called Codependent. Oh. <laughs> and uh, it's off the Cows Hate People album. And, uh, oh, we're pimping it, huh? Yeah, I'm pimping <laughs> Fuck it. I wrote a fucking album. I'm going to fucking I'm gonna pimp it. You wrote more than one. Huh? I, yes, I have. Multiple many. albums. Well, that's why you guys get stuck singing these every fucking week. Which, by the way, I do have a song for every week of the oh. year. So you guys get to learn every week. Oh, joy. Okay. New song. And this one's called Codependent. And this is gonna start anytime. Two, three. Oh, jump for joy. Oh, lucky me. You've come back to be my friend. Even though this is like the 30th time you fucked me up again. Your fangs are nicely sharpened to suck the goodness from my soul. But I grew big balls and I'm taking a stand Cause your shit is getting old Do I have bitch written on my forehead? Well, it's time that I rub it off Your apologies are useless Cause they never take on any fault I prioritize my own self-worth And guess what, babe? You're gone So I wish you love now Go in peace and on the way out Please fuck off Kathy likes that part. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I can see you look totally confused. Oh, let me explain. You're a sociopathic, drama farm, cunt face prick, and a little vain. Harsh. No longer will I be the saintly martyr who will love you no matter what. I've retired from the need to fix you because you're a useless, silly twat. Well, I'm gonna need a mouthwash enema from all the smoke that you're blowing up my ass. Will you tell me how fucking wonderful I am? And then you talk shit about my friends. I was your codependent gift bag. Well, now I'm closing shop. So I wish you love now, go in peace, and on the way out. Please fuck off. Okay, this is the big part. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. You cry fake tears. Wah, wah, wah. You're the guilt trip guru. Wah, wah, wah. Your powers are strong. But now I have a better kung fu. I forgave you and let it go so I don't waste space in my head. But I'd probably laugh my ass off if I found out you were dead. Bye. Maybe one day you really will change. Well, whoop-de-fucking-do. You can change your own damn diapers now, cause I'm totally over you. Wait for it. 
Find a big dog and suck it off. I'm not codependent. Happy birthday, Pete! That is our show. Thank you to my Prius for moving out into the driveway (laughs) (laughs) and providing this perverted playground for us to work. Recorded. If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding areas, do visit Threshold.org. We still love them and find out about joining their kinky family. Thank you to all of our guests and hosts and stuff to Fee, Abyss, Boogie, and Kathy, and our audience, Mark. If you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit thepervertedpodcast.com. Are you suck? And finally, please consider becoming a monthly supporter of FetLife so that we have something to actually talk about each week. Until then, my sweet little lovelies on Fee's magical birthday, please enjoy being your damn kinky self, and we We are out of here! Can I have more? Shut up. (laughs) Make food, bitch. Greetings.